Morning, everyone. Can you hear me? Yes. Great. Oh, we're, we're, we're wired for sound now. That's good. Welcome, everybody, to Bamber Bridge Methodist Church. And um, we welcome Karen, who will lead our... Oh. <laughs> Is that better? Cass says I mumble anyway, so... We welcome Karen, our very own minister, to lead our service this morning. And a special welcome to Andy and Amy and Arla, who will be taking a big part in this service this morning, won't you? Yes. Um, I've one or two notices. I'm bound to get mixed up, but I'll do my best. Um, just a few reminders on what we're doing in the church for COVID at the moment. It keeps changing almost weekly, doesn't it? Um, the um, collection is taken in the plate in the foyer. Some of you have seen that, so that will be brought forward during the service. Don't worry if you've missed that. It doesn't matter, um, but that still is the way we're doing that, and the notices are there in the foyer if you've not managed to get one from me this morning as well masks (laughs) I'm allowed to take my mask off to speak here Um, we're just asking that you wear masks when you're singing Um, most of you have been given a mask as you came in if you haven't got a mask now's probably a good time just to wave your hand and Sue our able assistant here will (laughs) be gladly to glad to supply you with an extra mask so if you can just do that perhaps as I continue talking um, if you're uncomfortable sat next to the person you're next to, for, co- for COVID reasons, <laughs> um, there are some little cards, um, or just a polite conversation. People will understand. We don't all know who's vulnerable and who's not, do we? Uh, if you want a space between you and someone else, just a polite word and uh, accept and just try and shuffle up a chair or two and leave a bit of space. Um, on the front of the notices that were given out this morning is information about a wellness and recovery workshop uh, for anyone who's experiencing mental health problems. If that's you or it's someone you know, I've got some spare notices here. There are details on the sheet. I'm mentioning it this morning because it begins this Wednesday and it's a six-session course, but it is handy because it's here it's run by the NHS, but it's here at Bamber Bridge Methodist, so it's handy if you live locally. I don't know whether I dare say this, it's nearly Christmas, <laughs> and Eric's asking for the usual responses if you want to put your Christmas greetings in the sphere. Again, there's details in the notices about that. That's the form you need. Ask Eric, ask me, or find them wherever they are in the church. And finally, from my notices, uh, just something that I've been asked. I'll put my glasses on now. This is a very small print. It's a, a notice from the, um, from the district about the Lancashire District Interim Chair. If any of you are here this morning and you know nothing about Methodism, you'll probably fall asleep. That's fine. Just a couple of, couple of minutes. Um, Lancashire District's interim chair for 2022 to 2024. As you may be aware, the Reverend Paul Davis retires from active ministry in the summer of next year, 2022, and from his role as chair of district. As all the districts are currently undergoing regional reviews, a process to appoint an interim chair has been underway since May 2021. 
and the following statement is to be presented to conference. The Lancashire District Synod, Understanding Order 423, I told you it was exciting, didn't I? Brings the name of the Reverend Philip J. Guff for nomination to the conference. Guff? You're posh, aren't you? I've lost my place now. Brings the name of the Reverend Philip Goff for nomination to the conference as interim chair of the Lancashire District for two years from September 22. Mr Goff is superintendent of the Chorley and Leyland Circuit and currently serves as deputy chair. He brings detailed knowledge of the district, its mission plan and its strengths and weaknesses along with an understanding of the character, needs and potential of the wider northwest region which equips him well to play a leading role in the changes that are envisaged over the period of the interim appointment. He's a team builder and a team player and a passion for the gospel and an ability to instill enthusiasm and confidence in others. The Synod was unanimous in its recommendation. Many of us know Phil Goff and know that I'm sure he'll be an excellent appointment. I just need to hand over now to Karen, who's got an additional notice, and then I'll open the worship in prayer. Good morning, everyone. For those that have heard about hopes and dreams, you've got one week left to put forward your hopes and dreams out of the priorities that have been um, identified. Whatever comes back to Tony, our secretary, will be anonymously put forward and that will then go to the circuit meeting. So if you want your priorities to be at the top of the circuits, then please get those in. The other thing is, um, over the next few weeks, we're going to be reviewing our whole pastoral care system because we've lost several um, pastoral visitors now. So the structure that we currently have um, isn't fit for purpose at the moment. So we're going to be looking at restructuring, looking at other models that are available. So watch this space because more, um, more will be coming out. If you have any comments or opinions that you want to um, say for us to consider, please speak to either Linda Trafford or Marlene Yates. Thank you very much. Thank you, Karen. Let's just have a, a moment of quiet and open our service in prayer. Father, in all the busyness of life, we thank you for those brief moments of stillness when we can reflect on you and on one another, on the people we love. And we thank you that we'll be reminded once again in this service of the life that you have given us through the baptism of baby Allah. Thank you for this precious gift. May we use it in your service, in love and to your glory, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Everybody, can you hear me? Hello. Um, my name's Kath and I'm one of the worship leaders here and I'll be taking part in the service as well. So it's good to see you all this morning. Uh, we have a very special birthday, I believe, this week. Arla was one. And I think it'd be lovely if we could sing happy birthday to her. Shall we sing happy birthday to you? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, 
Happy birthday, dear all. <laughs> Happy birthday to... May the good Lord bless you. May the good Lord bless you. May the good Lord bless you. May he bless you and keep you. May the good Lord bless you. Hey. A call to worship. The Lord is my light, my light and salvation. In God I trust. Let us come together in worship, opening our lives to God's renewing grace. Let's pray. All seeing God, you are so far beyond our understanding yet you want to meet with us. You call us into your presence. As the crowd called the blind man to come to Jesus, we come to you now, mighty Lord, gathered expectantly, ready to worship and learn from you. May we have eyes open to see you and hearts willing to be seen by you. Amen. Amen. And now we're going to sing our first hymn, which I believe was chosen by you, All Things Bright and Beautiful. It's number 100 in the Singing the Faith, or it's up on the screen. So we'll all put our masks on and we'll sing together, All Things Bright and Beautiful.
Please be seated. Listen, everyone. Baptism. Here she is. There's Arla. And this is who it's all about today. Baptism is a gift of God. It declares to each of us the love and grace of God. In this sacrament, we celebrate the life of Christ laid down for us, the Holy Spirit poured out on us, and the living water offered to us. God offers us new life in Jesus Christ, planting us into the church of Christ and sustaining and strengthening us through the power of the Spirit. Although we don't understand or deserve these gifts of grace, God offers them all and through Christ invites us to respond. So I'm now going to ask Amy and Andrew if you would stand up, please. Amy and Andrew, having heard these things, how do you respond to the offer of God's grace? Okay, if you'd like to come out now and stand around the font and the godparents. And if there's any children at the back that want to come and sit down near the front to watch the baptism, you can come round and come closer. Just doing a test. (laughs) Please stand if you're able. Gracious God, we thank you for the gifts of water and the Holy Spirit, for your sustaining, cleansing, and life-giving power. From the beginning, your grace has been made known through water and the Spirit. Your Spirit moved over the waters at creation. You led your people to freedom through a parted sea. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus. He was baptized in the waters of the Jordan and anointed with the Holy Spirit. He passed through the deep waters of death and lives forevermore. He offers living water and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Pour out your Holy Spirit that the ones baptized in this water may die to sin, be raised with Christ and be born to new life in the family of your church. We ask this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. If you feel able, please remain standing. Amy and Andrew, do you turn away from evil and all that denies God? Do you turn to God, trusting in Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour, and in the Holy Spirit as helper and guide? Now, this is your turn. As we say together to declare our faith. We believe in God the Father, who made the world. We believe in Jesus Christ, his Son, who redeemed humankind. We believe in the Holy Spirit, who gives life to the people of God. Please feel free to be seated. Right, are you ready for this? 
you going to come? Oh. <laughs> okay. We'll stay there for now. We'll improvise. What name have you given this child? Arla K. Arla K. For you, for you, Jesus Christ came into the world. For you, he lived and showed God's love. For you, he suffered death on the cross. For you, he triumphed over death. For you, he prays at God's right hand. All this for you, before you could know anything of it. Now, should we keep her happy? Okay. (laughs) Right. Arla Kay, I baptize you in the name of the Father <laughs> and, and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. It's all gone. It's all gone. There we go. There we go. I sign you with the cross, the sign of Christ. Amen. Amen. So by baptism, God has received you into the church. We all say together, may you grow and live in the faith of Christ. Amen. Now normally I would take Arla Kay and parade her up and down the aisle, but I think I'll ask mum and dad to parade her up and down the aisle. Okay? So that you get to meet everybody. So give her a wave and say hello. Get that smile back on her face. And the next slide, please, Georgia. And then we're all going to say a special prayer for you. Did you enjoy that walk? I hope so. This is your new church family. And we're going to pray for her now. We say together. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with kindness and give you peace. Amen. Now we come to the baptismal promises. Andrew and Amy, I ask you now to respond to God's love and grace to your child by making these promises. Will you love this, your child, committing yourselves to care for her in body, mind, and spirit? Will you therefore ensure that she is nurtured in the faith and life of the Christian community? Will you set before her a Christian example that through your prayers, words, and deeds, she may learn the way of Christ? 
and to the godparents. Have I got all of them? Yeah. Okay. Will you, as far as you are able, help Amy and Andrew to nurture Arla Kay in the Christian faith? Congregation, if you're able, please stand. Members of the body of, of Christ, we rejoice that Arla Kay has been baptized. Will you so remain, maintain the church's life of worship and service that she may grow in grace and in the knowledge and love of God and of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord? And we pray together. Generous God, touch us again with the fire of your spirit and renew in us all the grace of our baptism that we may profess the one true faith and live in love and unity with all who are baptized into Christ. Amen. We are going to um, sing, but just before uh, we do that, I want to thank you, not, thank you for not taking photos during the service, but there will be a chance at the end of the service to recreate um, what you'd like photos of. Okay, and feel free to blow out the candle when you want. <laughs> okay, we're going to sing um, Amy and Andrew's other choice, I Danced in the Morning, number 247, if you're using a book.
We're just going to bring the offering forward now and have a prayer. that's being given through the plate and through the money that comes through the bank. Lord, we pray that as it's used for you, that we may learn to dance and share that dance with other people in the community and the wider world. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Am I on? Oh, yes. Um, Children, young people, anyone who feels like it. Um, On the table at the back, you'll see some glasses. You can either cut them out. Um, Linda might need to get some scissors out. Thank you, I forgot those. Um, And once you've cut them out, if you want to decorate the frames with nice bright colours, and then inside, draw some things that you would love to see. Okay, things that you'd love to see because we're trying to think about what we see, perhaps what we can't see, and then what we'd love to see, okay? And there's also some colouring sheets and some puzzles up there. So I hope you enjoy them, and we look forward to seeing your glasses at the end of the service. We're now going to have our Bible reading. Thank you, Don. Uh, The readings from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, uh, reading from verse 46. And it's entitled, Blind Bartimaeus Receives His Sight. They then came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Amen. Thank you, Don. We're going to come to our prayers now. Let's pray. We thank you, Lord, that you are a God of action and interaction. You see and want to be seen by us. We thank you for the amazing sights you have for us if we're prepared to call on you. We thank you that you are a God of healing and whichever way you choose to act is always best. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 
We're going to come now to a prayer of confession because we don't always get things right. And our response is, Son of David, have mercy on us. Lord, we ask you to forgive us for the times we don't hear Jesus calling us. Son of David, have mercy on us. The blind man was direct in his request. Forgive us for the times we go all round the houses and the times we just can't see what is right in front of us. Son of David, have mercy on us. The blind man had good friends. Forgive us when we don't accept help from friends and when we aren't good friends to each other. Son of David, have mercy on us. Forgive us for ignoring people who really need our attention and for not seeing that we can help through you and you can help through us. Son of David, have mercy on us. Forgive us when our faith is small and we don't believe that it can heal us. Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus, you asked Bartimaeus what he wanted from you. Now you ask us what we want. We've confessed our sins and now we want the assurance that God grants us pardon. Jesus says, go, your faith has healed you. And we say, Amen. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and Redeemer. Amen. I wish I could sing this bit, but I can't, so I'll just say it. Do you see what I see? Is a line from the Christmas song, which is often played featuring Bing Crosby. Do you see what I see? I nearly asked Kath to sing it, but I didn't. It suggests that we need to pay attention to the fact that we don't always see things in the same way. One of my tutors at Theological College, Professor John Hull, was blind, and he wrote a book in 1997 called On Sight and Insight. While a professor, and when his children were young, he became blind. For John, blindness was a journey into a different world. The blind person is often both independent and dependent. And the blind person may also have a heightened sense of the world around them because it is more difficult and dangerous. These things can be difficult for those of us who are not blind to appreciate. I wonder, how do you see the relationship between sight and insight? Picture this in your mind's eye. Outside a tube station, a young man is playing the violin. He's passed by. People rushing by with endless places to be and things to do. Trains to catch, journeys to make. Only a couple of people stop and listen for a short time. But there's a young girl who stops and listens intently until her parents soon pull her away. And she's reluctant to leave and looks back as they tug her away. In front of the player is a hat with a few small coins. 
This is a true event. The previous night, the same virtuoso violinist had played to a packed audience at a London venue using a priceless Stradivarius. Those attending in the audience had paid at least £50 for a seat and some very much more. Yet the music played at that tube station was exactly the same. The young player had wanted everyone to hear his music with no barriers or restrictions. However, many of those passing by only saw a young busker busking for his tea. Now picture another busy street in another place, in another time with a blind man sitting beside the road. This will be a unique moment, though the blind man doesn't yet know it. He recognises that a rabbi, a teacher, is passing. And with what you might call God-given insight, he understands who this rabbi truly is. Before the moment is lost, the man does the only thing he can He calls out in faith. The rabbi hears and asks to see the man. Can you imagine? It's as if time stands still when Jesus asks, what do you want me to do for you? There's that hushed moment of silence and stillness. Everyone is waiting, watching, not knowing what the answer is. will be but the answer will change not only the blind man but the whole community teacher let me see again Jesus's heart must have sung as he restored the man to his rightful place in the community with a new purpose and immediately Bartimaeus makes his decision and follows Jesus consider Was that blind faith or true insight? I wonder, do we make time in our lives for such moments? Or are we always no time to stop and stare? No time to see with God's eyes and wonder? No time to consider what looking through another's eyes might mean for them? No time to listen, as Jesus did, for the heartfelt cry of your own or another's heart. Remember that little girl at the tube station? It makes me wonder, did she take away from that moment a desire to play the violin? And if so, did she pursue that calling? Who knows? But God uses such moments if we but stop and stare. Vocations are made in such brief and unique moments, yet they can also be missed as all those pass that violinist by. The opportunity to have our eyes opened by God can be lost. In the same way, how often do we assume that what we see is all there is to someone without stopping 
and taking time to build the relationship, to see them as they really are. May we ask God to give us insight, his sight into what we see around us each day. Let us see and hear others through God's eyes of grace, love and compassion. And may they encounter God in us. May we have eyes to see, ears to hear, and faith to respond. Let's pray. Open our eyes, Lord. We want to see Jesus, to reach out and touch him, and say that we love him. Open our ears, Lord, and help us to listen. Open our eyes, Lord. We want to see Jesus. Amen. But you know, the most amazing thing is that the Lamb of God accepts us just as we are, with all our failings, our weaknesses, and our blindness in more ways than sight alone. We're reminded of this in this beautiful hymn, Just As I Am, number 556. We stand as we're able.
We bring now our prayers for other people and ourselves. Let's pray. God, we pray for all those sitting in darkness, those who feel that they have little to offer, those who cannot see light, not even a pinprick of light, in the night that they currently endure. We ask for the candle in their hearts to be relit and for those around them to be inspired to help them to intervene and intercede on their behalf. Have mercy on us, O God. Have mercy on your world. We pray for those who are unsure of the way ahead, who struggle to discern the right thing to do. Give them insight and wisdom that they may perceive the right course of action to understand what is needed. Have mercy on us, O God. Have mercy on your world. We pray for those who have been hindered by unhelpful or untrue expectations, asking that you would untangle the muddle that they find themselves in and allowing them to see your truth and grace. Have mercy on us, O God. Have mercy on your world. In a short time of silence, let's bring our own concerns for people, places, or situations that we know to God. We ask in the name of the living Christ. Amen. Amen. We say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. And we sing our final hymn together, which is number 351 in Singing the Faith, or it's up on the screen. In Christ alone my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song, this cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm, what heights of alone 
I wonder if any of the children have got anything that they'd like to show us all. Anybody want to bring anything forward? Ava, are you going to show us? (laughs) Oh, that's lovely. Beautiful colours. Look at that. Well done. Well done. Thank you, Ava. our closing prayer. Lord, may we look out into your world with your eyes, listen with your ears, and speak and love in your name. Amen. Thanks be to God. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen. Please be seated.